This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash the fan. This is Dirt and Spray. Uh, Dirt got fired. <laughs> um, he's looking for a job. Don't hire him. He's just to stay away from the guy. It's uh, Sports Radio, 1080 The Fan. Not with Dirt. Sorry, dude. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Spray. What is a Spray? We can just call him Craig. Yeah, that's your new name, Craig. Dirt and Spray on 1080. I'm here to support a friend and a word calling. You don't know what love is. Love you very much, Francine. The Fan. All right, welcome back in. Hour number two on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan, the Odyssey app, 99.5 HD2. And, of course, now, as you well know, YouTube.com backslash 1080 The Fan. Uh, if you miss any of the first hour, you can always catch it at the Service Patriots podcast at 1080thefan.com. .com. We love our service patriots, and we love you. So check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash thefan. And you can reach us at the Vancouver Ford text line, 503-864-6326. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them for more info at vancouverford.com. Uh, Dirt, I'm fired up on the NFL this week. You said it's kind of a poo-poo weekend. Tonight's a great game. Primetime games are great. The Sunday slate, mm. That's usually when the NFL's at its mm. best, though, is when you eat. That, that could be true. And I'm excited because we're joined by Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger, host of the Odyssey Original Podcast, the best football oh, you got, show. You got waved off. You got waved off. I got waved you off. You got waved off. He, he gave you the, he gave you the, you're, you're not rounding third. You're staying at third base. Well, you're I know. Not I've been sco- thrown out at home. You're I didn't not see scoring. Him. You're not scoring on Damn the play. It. There's a ball in the gap, and Damn he it. held you up at third. We're not, we're not. Not rounding and we're not going home quite yet. Um, <laughs> you can just go ahead and get the rest of the read in, and then maybe if we get them on the line, then we don't have to do it again. Well, you interrupted it. I was trying <laughs> to finish it. Let me finish it. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I didn't want you to be like start introducing the guests that he's like he's giving you the no, no. <laughs> he's giving you the arm waves over there. Well, I'm. I have to. I have like four sheets of paper I got to read <laughs> every hour. Let's just get all our reads. Gotta... Let's do all the reads right now. I I was almost <laughs> done with them. <laughs> it sounded like a great read. Let's do it again. Uh, we'll, we're waiting, Brian Balding, our good friend Baldy uh, over there. He's a host of the best football show featuring daily breakdowns and the most important storylines across the league. Uh, and I believe we have him now. Baldy, can you can you hear us? We're hot. Can you hear us? Of course, Jason. Andy, good morning to you guys, man. I can hear you well. Uh, Baldy, I have a, a really easy question to start this off with. 
are the Pittsburgh Steelers good? Because I'm not convinced that they are, but they're six and three, and they might be seven and three, and I don't know what to do with them. They're good, and they're improving. Mm-hmm. Adding Broderick Jones at right tackle the last two weeks has made a huge difference. I mean, it's the best that they've run the football I, that I've seen in, in the last three years, both Najee Harris and especially Jalen Warren. They're running the ball a lot better, and they wanted to address their offensive line in the offseason, bringing in Isaac Sayamalo and, you know, draft, drafting uh, Broderick Jones. They, those two players have really made a big difference to this whole team. And they're going to get Minka back, Minka Fitzpatrick back at safety. And they should be, they should be healthy and whole and, and ready to make a big charge the second half of the season. Interesting. You know, Baldy, we, we got a lot of fans out here in the Northwest who follow the Chargers because of Justin Herbert and where he went to college and very invested in the team. And, and it's funny that their head coach over the last couple of weeks said, hey, we're finally healthy on defense. This is what we look like when we're healthy. And they beat the Bears and they beat the Jets, didn't give up a touchdown. And then they played a team with a, you know, a, a pulse and they gave up 41 points and 500 yards of offense. And Herbert, I thought, played one of his best games of his career. And here we go again. The defense is an issue. I, I feel like we've asked you this a million times. I'll ask you it again. Like, what are, we, what are we waiting for down there? What more evidence do we need to know about Brandon Saley to not make a move? Well, I mean, there is no other moves. You know, they're kind of stuck with what they have. They look good against the Jets the week before, but we know the Jets can't score a touchdown. But, you know, in, against Detroit last week, that was embarrassing because Detroit did anything they wanted to do. They ran, you know, David Montgomery. Like, who runs for 75 yards and a touchdown? I've known David Montgomery since he was a kid coming out of Toledo, Ohio. Like, I've never seen him go 75 yards. In high school at Iowa State, he went 75 yards for a touchdown on a play that now I find out they had the wrong formation, like it should never have been called, and he goes 75 yards on a broken play. Only the Chargers give up plays like that. Brian Balding, our guest here, host of the Odyssey Original Podcast, the best football show on the Odyssey app. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Baldy, C.J. Stroud has been a big story, uh, especially after last weekend's surprising win in Cincinnati. I, kind of a two-parter. What do you make of C.J. Stroud, how you felt about him versus what you've seen? And, and why else, for the football idiots like us, when you watch the tape, Baldy, why else is Houston so much better than I think people thought they would be? Uh, he reminds me of, like, Robert Redford in the natural, to be honest with you. And he's, like, he leads the National Football League in passing yards right now, you know, after 10 weeks. Uh, the offense line is really good. Uh, Larry Tunsil is playing lockdown left tackle. Titus Howard, a left guard, they ran the ball. I mean, Motor Singletary ran for 150 yards last week, um, you know, in their win. So, but C.J. Stroud, like, even without their number one receiver, Nico Collins, last week, you know, Dalton Schultz has been awesome. Uh, Tank Dell, the rookie out of Houston, has been incredible. Um, this Noah Brown, who they picked up from Dallas in the offseason, has exploded the last few weeks. Like, he throws to the open receiver, and I haven't seen a defense outside of maybe week one when he made his first start. I haven't really seen anybody fool him. Like, he knows exactly – it's like getting the answers to the test before the test. You know, we all used to try to do that in high school. But, <laughs> like, he's actually getting the answers to the test right now. And, like, I haven't seen anybody fool him. And, 
they are they're a dynamic offense to watch right now. Yeah, I, we're we're pumped for the primetime slate this week, Baldy, and it starts tonight. I mean, Cincinnati Baltimore is a great game. It was a classic playoff game last year. I think people forget how close Baltimore was to winning that game without Lamar Jackson. Baltimore's coming off one of those weird losses of like, how did you lose that game? And Cincinnati has been an up and down team all year. What are you looking forward to, and what are the matchups that are the most important tonight? Because we're pumped for it. Well. Yeah, it's just, it should be a great game. I mean, Baltimore could really take control of the division. They're seven and three, um, you know. And this is the last of a three-game homestand. They let that one slip away last week against Cleveland for sure. I think Baltimore gets back to being the identity of who they are, which is basically a really good running team with Lamar, Gus Edwards, and now this rookie Keaton Mitchell, uh, who's exploded the last two weeks. And Cincinnati really struggles against the run. And the best way to kind of stop and slow down Joe Burrow, who's had a lot of success against Baltimore, is to run the ball right at him. And I think it's going to be a problem. I think that's what you're going to see tonight. I think Baltimore is going to run the ball, you know, in a variety of different ways, um, you know, and let Lamar be Lamar, whether it's thrown to Odell Beckham Jr. or Zay Flowers right now. Both are, are playing good football. But I think this is Baltimore's game to win. I just don't think Cincinnati is going to be what we thought Cincinnati was going to be. This year, And it's not just because Joe Burrow struggled the first half of the season with that injury. He's playing good football. I just don't think they look like the team that we saw the last two years right now. Brian Baldinger, our guest at Baldy NFL, NFL Network, Fox Sports, Compass Media Networks, and of course our Odyssey NFL Insider. Baldy's Breakdowns, one of my favorite things on Twitter that exists. Give him a follow at Baldy uh, NFL. Well, how come then, Baldy, Baltimore does this to themselves like four to five times a season, it feels like, where they blow a massive lead. They did this last year. Remember the Dolphin game? They were like 35 to 10 or something. They blew that game. They blow it last weekend. They lose random dumb games at home to teams like the Colts that we all know they're better than. What is it about Baltimore, as good as they've been, what is it about them, you think, that puts them in this position from time to time to make us kind of second-guess the legitimacy of them being a contender? It's a great question. And if you ask that same great question to John Harbaugh, I don't think he'd have an answer. Because the, overall, they're well-coached. They're well-coached, and they got good players in good positions. They were the number one defensive football by a wide margin before last week's game. Um, you know, but yet they still let these games slip away. You can't say, well, Lamar is, is careless. I mean, look. He had a pick six. It bounced off a guy's, you know, hands or helmet. And, you know, those things kind of happen. But it, it's, it's kind of inexplicable. I, I mean, I was talking to Steve Bashati, the owner. Before the game, we didn't talk about anything like that. But he thought, like, this is a team that could make a real good run. Yet those kind of games show up. Hmm. So I don't have the answer. I really don't. Like, the momentum swings, and they can't get it back. I thought they should have stayed with the run last week. Uh, Keith Mitchell, first time he touched it, he went 39 yards for a touchdown. Um, and then they kind of went away from him in the second half of the game. So maybe they should just kind of, like I said, get back to what they do best, which is still run the football. Mm. And let Lamar, like, you know, pick and choose when he takes off with it or makes a sensational throw. Um, it's easily, it's more easily said than done. But let's just see if, if they can avoid that 
type of situation tonight. We, we got, uh, you know, on the on the winning side of that game, Baldy, a team that is now in the middle of that AFC playoff picture, and now they have to face reality without their starting quarterback. And a lot of people ask the question out loud, like, how how much of a detriment is that? Deshaun Watson has not played very well. He was pretty good last week, but he's not played very well since coming over to Cleveland. Just what are your feelings on the Browns now going the rest of the way without Deshaun Watson, a quarterback, uh, in that AFC playoff picture? And they're going with the rookie, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, which, which surprises me. But you go, look, I mean, I've seen Will Levis win a game as a rookie. I've seen Aiden O'Connell win two in a row, including throwing the game-winning touchdown pass to the rookie tight end Michael Mayer last week. We've talked about C.J. Stroud. Why, why can't a rookie, you know, lead this team? Because they've got a very good offensive line. They can run the football. And they've got a dynamic defense that can, you know, make the plays needed to win games. And, by the way, their kicker, Dustin Hopkins, is 7-for-7 with field goals over 50 yards this year. Like, why can't Cleveland continue to compete and win games? And they've got a big challenge against Pittsburgh this week. But just going forward, I think Cleveland is not eliminated simply because Deshaun Watson is done for the year. Hmm. Uh, Baldy, I just got two more, and we'll get you out of here, man. Um, have you taken Buffalo out of the contender category? They don't seem like a team that, if you're going to win a Super Bowl, does the things you want them to do to win a Super Bowl. They turn the ball over an awful lot for a team to try to win at that level. I agree, and it's been going on. And, you know, now they blow out the offense coordinator, elevate Joe Brady. Um, that's just a stopgap, you know, knee-jerk reaction to say we got to do something to fix this. But they're just – they beat themselves more than what other teams do. And the Jets have beaten them two out of the last three times. They go to Buffalo this weekend. It's basically an elimination game, I think, for either team. If the Jets lose this game, like nobody's going to believe in them and the quarterback play that they've gotten. And if Buffalo loses the game, they're like, this is not the Buffalo team that we've seen the last couple of years. There's something missing, and, uh, and that's going to be the storyline of the game. Yeah. Uh, Baldy, last one for you. We got into it to start the show. Got a little hot and bothered at 6 a.m., which not very many people can say they do. Uh, I went to Costco. I had an experience yesterday. So I, I'm going to assume, Baldy, you go to Costco once in a while, if not a regular. Yes, no? Uh, I've been in Costco uh, one time in my life with a friend of mine. Okay. Buying steak for a trip. Now, other than that, like that store is just too big, and you end up buying too many things that you don't need. <laughs> That's right. And so – I'm like a, I'm one of those shoppers that I know exactly what I need, and if I'm not out of the store in 15 minutes, I start to get the hives. Like I just don't like being in stores, period. So, and that's not to knock Costco; they're, they're a phenomenal store. But what was the argument about? Well, it sounds like you got PTSD from fumble recoveries in your career. But I, I, I would here's the here's the argument: whether it's Costco or a store like it, when it's massively packed and there's a lot of cars, yeah. yes, yes or no here. If you dare to try and park near the entrance, is there an unwritten rule that you need to be quick getting out of the spot after you shopped so you can open up some of these primo spots? Yes, turn and burn, baby, or no, go at my own pace. I never park close to the store, ever. Yeah, yeah, It it drove my girlfriend nuts. She's like, it's raining outside. Why are we parking here? I'm like, I don't want that dent in the car. I don't, like, I don't want, like, some idiot, like, backing into me. Yeah. Like, I just, like, I... I, I drive too nice of a car. I don't need some idiot like making it not too nice anymore. Baldy, it feels like you're kind of saying in a roundabout way that only men park far away and women are the only ones that park close. Am I reading that right? I think I'm reading that. I yep. think I'm reading that right. 
I think I might be saying that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't I'm do well. For half of yeah. this world. Yeah, that doesn't do well for me, Baldy. I'm the woman in this uh, this partnership <laughs> on the radio. So thank you for defending <laughs> me there. That was Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Make sure to follow the best football show with Baldy on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We always appreciate it, Baldy. Let's catch up with you in a couple weeks, man. Let's do it, guys. Always a pleasure. Thank you. All right, there we go. Brian Baldinger, <laughs> Odyssey. NFL insider calling me and Swigard women. It's all right. You know, you're wrong. I'm right. It's okay. It happens well, technically, a lot. Technically, you weren't right there. I mean, he I'm acknowledged right. he just doesn't park close. Sure. He's, so he's he doesn't know about the unwritten rules. The respectful thing to do is just go find a spot in the back, okay? No. Walk your ass to the front door. You're going to be okay. When you're in the middle of a show, you miss a lot of news. You miss things that happen. Well, if like, you got news, can you hold it? Because we got a break. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say, literally, as he gave an answer there, I went and made a play for spraying the line. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, we'll get to that coming up. And I got a Pac-12 note I want to talk about next on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What do you think the classification of injury has to be to get a a promo made of your injury? Yeah, I missed a day with an illness a week or two ago. Do I get one of that? If you stubbed your toe. Dirk's like, got the sniffles. <laughs> Is he going to be all right? Find out on Today to the Fur. That'd actually be a pretty funny <laughs> promo. <laughs> He's coughing and his throat hurts. <laughs> well, Sukanik came back like he had a nose he job. I didn't hear. Yeah. Somebody broke his nose. <laughs> I thought that he, was... does, he does karate. He somebody, does. Somebody hit him across the, was it across that? the was nose. Was it jujitsu? Jujitsu. Yeah. I, I think it's jujitsu because he's trying. His buddy has What's a gym difference? near my house. What's the difference? Does the jujitsu. Karate and jujitsu are very different. Is that the with the big sticks? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me? Um, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Those 
Those big like bamboo. I love no. me. Are you lifting? You're lifting one you're foot off like the this. ground, aren't you? <laughs> you're doing no, the Mr. Miyagi like yeah. foot off no, no, the ground. No, 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 no. Waxing no, no. off over there. Remember uh, Arsenio and Eddie Murphy and Coming to America? <laughs> yes, I know. That, what, I know what you're talking is about that here. Jiu-jitsu? I don't know. I'm asking. I'm asking a legitimate question. Am I in jujitsu? Why would I know the answer I don't to that know. question? You're more likely. I'm just asking the difference. What's, wait, I'm wait. Why am I more is. likely? Why don't you finish that? <laughs> I know why. I know why you're saying it. Say we, it. Yeah, we all know. <laughs> Say we, it. We all know the answer. <laughs> Say to that. it. We all know the answer to that question. Cause Sprague, you got an Asian wife. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. Yeah. Her dad does teach an art of karate called Bovi Nam. So, okay. like, that's okay. a fair thing to actually ask. But you got to say a karate. It's a lot funner to do it. That I way. think it's maybe not right to do that you as a white. You can't say it that way as a white? I, I don't think white as people a... should walk right. Hey, karate! Yeah. Yeah, you got you to break it up into different syllables, you know? Yeah, until the one white guy says it the wrong way and you go, I got to leave here. I mean, to complete the original points, the can of broke his nose doing karate and he did not get a promo out of it. Did he break his nose? He got a nose job. Let's start. A, let's start some conspiracies. A rumor. At the rumor mill is telling us that maybe he wanted a nose job. Well, let's be honest. Sukanik wouldn't want to be the guy that's like, no. "Hey, I got a nose job." So, like, what if he has the bandage? He goes, "Everybody knows I'm in." I'm I mean, in- I heard Rob tell a story the other day that uh, karate. I guess years ago, Sukanik like chopped his leg off with a chainsaw and still made it in to do the show. I mean, that's yes. obviously overblowing it, but he was like, he cut cutting, himself. With he was a cutting chainsaw. wood yes. and cut his yeah. knee open with a chainsaw. I do remember and that? And still came in and did the show. He did. Well, I'm not. I I imagine it's pretty bad for Danny. I mean, you've seen he can't stay healthy. Yeah, I know, he, yeah. he exists and he gets hurt. It's just, this one's tough to do. It's really this one. I, well, I think that hurts him. I mean, I don't know. How, I can't do this. I, I think go that hurts him. I gotta go home here, man. That's, I'm in a lot of pain. He's got a hamstring injury. Injury wheel another chair over here. Just gotta make something happen. My question is: Did the injury occur on the drunk bus to the USC game? Coming, he or said going? that he basically. I heard that when he had to get off the field and go to the stands. Him lifting his leg over the gate to get to the... They open the gate for you, by the way. They're, the gate's open. Oh. There's an usher there, and they open the gate, I, I and then know. you walk up the stairs, and then they close the gate. They have gates at every entry onto the field, and there's an usher that stands at Why every single one of them. Me? I'm just pointing out the facts. Just pointing I out wasn't there. I don't the know. Details. You're, but you're acting like, I did it. I, I, I wasn't there. I'm at my house. I'm just pointing out, if he, if he went over the gate, that was his own choice, and probably not a good one, because the gates are pretty high. Well, we should get him the Achilles car. You see the people that pop the Achilles, they got the leg up, yeah. and it's a little roller. Yeah, a little scooter. Yeah, that's yeah. What he where's needs. the little scooter? I'd imagine he has all of these, right, in a closet? He's got crutches. He's got the scooter. Yeah, he's got one He's always got something, years, right? <laughs> it's funny to hear a promo for an employee being hurt. Yeah. I just, I just churn out. I'm just your production assembly line. Next sick day, I want one. When I'm gone for, for two months with the kid, I want a promo. I actually made a decision yesterday on a drive. You yeah. like this. Sure. What do you got? You can make smudge promo. Yo, I want a smudge promo. Your vacation Dirt is... had sex nine months ago. <laughs> Look at the result. He's not here. Dirt knows how to finish. When will he be back? His boy swim. Teddy to the fan. Close. <laughs> Close. Um... No, now that suggests that you and I hooked up. Yeah, and I don't. We're having a show, baby. Show, show, baby. Teddy, Teddy Wall Gay. <laughs> That's right. Let's go, Teddy. Dude, we'd be great gay parents. We would be great gay parents. We'd be such yeah. good gay parents. Absolutely. Now, would. this is a promo. <laughs> we'd raise the hell out of that. I don't kid. think. I see. I think our boss would be too scared to make that a promo, actually. <laughs> our um, dirt and spread gay. 1080 the fan. <laughs>
Right to the Bosom Buddies soundtrack. My mom once told a story. I told this on the air, but she when we went to the Nebraska game years ago, she came back and was sitting down with family like for coffee or whatever, and she used the verbiage that they asked, oh, how was the trip to Nebraska? She said it was great. Uh, Andy's partner came with us. <laughs> I remember that. And that then led to the half of my family Excuse for me, like what? three months yeah, thinking, I I, they didn't say yeah. anything. They were just like, and then like yeah. two months later, they approached. Oh, they said stuff. Uh, yeah, they did behind my back. And then two months later, they were like, I'm so glad that he's comfortable enough uh, to like come to out. To be out like, open. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what? Huh? Excuse me? Excuse What? What'd you say? <laughs> Your mom. What? <laughs> Your mom went now that partner there's wrong with that. co-host, huh? Yes, she went partner. <laughs> Part, not radio partner, not work partner. Like, didn't know yeah. qualifier Legal, before yeah. it. Just partner. <laughs> Just his partner came. We would make history being the first openly gay couple to host a sports radio <laughs> this, show. This is very true. It's there's very like a niche market that maybe yeah, we could hit there. There totally is. Um, <laughs> You said uh, you've completely sidetracked my Sorry. entire... No, it's okay. Sorry. I also did this. <laughs> You said you were doing something with Baldy. Baldy said, uh, dude, by the way, I, I love no. that Baldy called me Jason. He did. He called Jason, Jason. Andy. Nice yeah. to be well, on with you. New well, name of the show. I no, it's, it you don't need to explain stuff. it. I, uh, so yeah. I said, hi, this is Jason. He said, okay, who are my hosts again? And I go, Brandon and Andy. Yeah, Brandon and will he introduce He said, hey, Jason. You. Hey, Andy. And it's okay. Just, it's it's all right. a lot in 30 seconds. He also called me a woman in that interview. He so did. It's all right. That happened. That was a rough one for you. I No, we were arguing and yelling about Costco parking spots this morning. Kind of establishes this dynamic that we just talked about, doesn't it? Yeah, who's pitching who's catching now huh buddy i, I want to know who's wearing the pants that's I, that's what i want to know i missed the breaking news that the browns are evidently starting dorian thompson robinson this weekend that yeah. was yesterday yesterday so okay well I, I didn't know i totally that missed that news i did not see that dtr and i could not move quick enough to go place a bet on the pittsburgh steelers like kenny pickens that good don't get me wrong i'm not excusing matt canada or kenny They're Pickett. Six and three despite him yes they have a good defense and dorian thompson robinson has started one game he threw for like 120 yards and three picks and they they did not score a touchdown against Baltimore yeah. at home. Now the only and this is a pick is... game. I am all over. I just locked that yeah. in right now for spreading the line. Hammering. I just placed the bet in that segment. Yeah. I opened up DraftKings to see if the line was still available. It was. They're getting a point a road in game. Cleveland. Wow. Road game. Uh, all over it. The only concern is uh, Pittsburgh won't be able to run the ball as effectively as they have recently against that front seven. So now you're going to have to rely on Kenny Pickett to move the football. That's the concern for the Steelers. Win the game 3 nothing. I don't need anything. <laughs> I think I'd rather talk about Danny's injury or a fake gay relationship more than this Brown Steelers couple game. of six and three playoff contenders. How dare you? Well, you know what's funny is I think if Cleveland wins, people, despite their quarterback situation, go, yeah, this is real. I know they're good. Yeah. And I feel like if the reverse happens, people will still be like me going, is Pittsburgh good? Yeah. I, and that's what's weird about it is. Well, that's not. It's a valid question. No, no, no. Their offense is not good. But at least Kenny Pickett's starting every week. Yeah. Cleveland has been playing quarterback roulette all season with injuries, and they are six and three because of their defense. Just line Miles Garrett up and run the Wildcat. I, I mean, that's well, what's that wild about Cleveland is the DTR. <laughs> Cleveland should be seven and two. Yes, and I will not let go of that Seattle loss because I gambled the hell out of it. But I would argue they shouldn't have won last week, so we're even on that. Uh, well, okay, that's yeah. We're, that's tra- we're trades off seas. We're six and three. Well, ESPN put up the graphic in the fourth quarter in overtime. Baltimore is a minus seventeen and a minus two seventy three yard differential. No, oh, I good. don't know what it is. I'm not going to be doing the radio thing. That's like he's a choker. <laughs> but Lamar and the Ravens in the fourth quarter with big leads or tight games. Like sometimes there is a thing about them. 
something in the water in Chesapeake Bay, maybe? I don't know what it is. They let off the gas, and then at, like, once you get back on the gas, the other team's caught up to you. I don't know what it is, but that it, kind of it does exist. Yeah, it's a weird number. It's a weird stat. They've had some blown leads in the last couple of years. I, I still trust them. I'm fascinated by that game tonight, man. I wanted to get to it a little bit in the final That's hour. It's a playoff game, basically. Dude, if Baltimore wins, you're going to be really hard-pressed to have find anybody else to win that division. They're already a game and a half up on Cincinnati. I know they lost to Pittsburgh, but I just like who are you taking right now as the better team? It's not even close in my mind. Again, I know that they lost the game, and you can't do that. It, it matters. Baltimore's the better football team. They're the more complete football team, and if they win tonight, that is a stranglehold on that division. Baldy might not have been wrong in the stats category, Burrow versus Baltimore, where I think he kind of was wrong was conveying the message. Lamar is 7-1 and one against the Bengals. It's a good number. Lamar, there's something here in this game that Baltimore's yeah. kind of had an edge yes. a little bit. They should have won the playoff game last With year. With Snoop Huntley. Yes, and so I I, tend, I don't know about the three and a half. I'm going to stay away probably from a gambling angle because I don't like the hook there. You tell me it's a field goal game, but I, I love Baltimore to win tonight at home. I have a couple uncles that'd be surprised that I'm not in a relationship with you and that I'm married to a woman. So, mm. like, it kind of tracks the whole segment in general of my family and the upbringing. But uh, what do you want to get to coming up next? We've got, we've got candidate... What do you want to get to next? I, want I was to- raised by a single woman. What do you want from me? <laughs> Bad news, dirt. I want to get to college football. You asked for something yesterday, and I'm going to deliver it. All righty. I'm kind of nervous about where that's going, but we'll get to it next. Ken Barkley at 8, Dirt and Sprague. We're back with more. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, Ken Barkley coming up top of the hour. YouTube chat is on fire as always. You can go watch a show there. Zach with the comment, Dirk could not possibly be more correct on the parking. Thank you. We'll just leave it there and move on. You asked, we were arguing something yesterday, and slightly today carried over a little bit, a little carryover argument about college football playoff rankings. Why are teams where they are? Missouri being number nine. We got into it yesterday, right? Everybody's got a different opinion on where teams could be ranked. You asked the question, uh, not even really question. You made the assertion you'd rather have the BCS formula than humans ranking. Uh, BCS, I don't know. I, there's elements of it that I liked, but as we saw when we had it, there were tendencies to give leans to teams that are more traditional blue bloods than uh-huh. teams that like, oh, they're the story this year. Sure. It's not perfect. But yes, I would rather trust a, com- a computer model if you run through how it's computing Okay, over... The human element of, yeah, I watched all of these 25 teams play. <laughs> and then you just rank the SEC teams all the highest because they beat mid-SEC teams. So there is a website called bcsknowhow.com. It keeps showing you if the BCS this rankings, is what the rankings this would be. This is what the rankings would be. Yeah. So you ask, 
Yeah. You shall receive. Well, I feel like I know what you're going to tell me because I've been <laughs> checking these periodically throughout the year. And... Which is worse. Let's play the fun game yeah, okay. of which is worse, okay? okay? Oh, quick reminder. So I'm going to do like in a future playoff iteration expanded, I'll do the top 12, okay? So the top yeah. 11 would get a spot. You'd have your at-large. It likely won't be ranked inside the top 12, which this year at this current moment would be Tulane in the group of five category. Yes. So college football playoff rankings, your top 12 from back to forward. Penn State, Oregon State, Louisville. Missouri, Alabama, Texas, Oregon, you know the rest. Washington, Florida State, Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia. Here are your simulated November 13th, so as of a couple days ago, BCS standings, and I'll do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Starting at number 12, Missouri comes in at number 12, so three spots lower in the simulated BCS than they are in the college football playoff rankings. Mm -hmm. Ole Miss is number 11. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I don't believe they're still in the... I don't think we mentioned that. No, they're, they're ranked in the top 25 still. But they're, they're still ranked, yeah, 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 but not in the top fallen, 12. yes. Penn State is number 10. What? Louisville's number 9. Mm-hmm. Texas, number 8. Yeah. Oregon, number 7. Okay. Alabama, number 6. So throwing head-to-heads out the window Oregon there. Oregon State's going to be tough. Huh? <laughs> Washington State... Or excuse me, Washington State. Why did I say that? Florida State, number 5. Washington, number 4. So that settles that. By the way, the difference on that, so if you look at the rankings... Uh, Washington is a .8760. Florida State is a .8666. So it's about as tight as you could be. Ohio State, three. There's a pretty sizable gap between Ohio State and Washington. Michigan, two. Georgia, one. There is a glaring uh, uh, team that doesn't exist there. Mm -hmm. It's your Oregon State Beavers. They are number 13. Yeah. Well, they're right. So they're right there. They're right on the doorstep, but they would not be in the top 12. Which one do, and this is, again, I don't know how accurate this stuff is. This guy, he's got like 10,000 followers on Twitter. No, there's BCS. People he are using the, the thing BCS every models. Week, like, yes, you know, kind this of is real. Compute the model. So which yeah. one, which ranking do we like more? Well. One, I mean, because I, I got issues with both of them. Uh, sure. I, <laughs> which one do we have less issues with? The only with? thing, once you figure out how you're setting up the computer models, that's kind it's of my consistent. Point. Yes. You know what the criteria are. Yeah. You know how the computer will value things. And so now the tricky part is for the average fan is how you go about deciding what variables and how which the mo- formula which most important. works. Yeah. Is it wins? Is it uh, yeah. record? Is how it everything is weighted? Quality? All yeah. of that sort of stuff. But once it's set, then you know how you're being evaluated. And so... We'll see. And I think it might work better, as as Sprague has alluded to, with a 12. It was harder with a two-team format to pick the best two oh, teams totally. because there's just – but for a 12-team tournament, I think – well, there's automatic qualifiers, too, so some teams yeah. don't even have to play into this. You win your, your conference well, you, and you're in. And but you'll know what it is. You start to know how to schedule. Do you schedule a much more difficult non-conference schedule knowing that a loss, any given loss, if you're playing – other top teams won't hurt you as bad as maybe beating the crap out of crappy teams. So I I, I know Oregon State is going to be putting this schedule out pretty soon for next year. That's mm-hmm. not something that I think we're going to wait months for. And by all accounts, they're happy with it. I don't know where how hard it's going to be and who all the teams are going to be, but I know that that is like right there on the horizon. The reporting is it's some form of an alliance with the Mountain <clears> West, <throat> but we'll wait and see on how it looks. That being said, like. Let's recap real quick the BCS stuff. Mm-hmm. Poll average, okay. Schedule a strength of schedule, team losses, quality wins. Those are your ranking systems for the BCS. So some of the you name Penn State. I know. Look, I'll I'll be truthful here. I know Penn State's defense is legit. Yeah, they got a good defense. Penn State's got a really good defense. Manny Diaz has done an exceptional job there. 
Drew Aller and their offense is not very good against good opponents. Mid to bottom, they're fine. When they play really good teams, they're not, and they don't belong in that conversation. See them firing their OC this week because Franklin needs to be McDermott and deflect the blame to somebody else. (laughs) This is where you tweak the BCS. I'm fine using a a formula Mm -hmm. and computers, and I trust it more than the human element. I just do. Humans are always going to be flawed, and no matter how hard you try, you're always going to have a little bit of a slant and bias. Of course. That's just natural. The poll average thing is where you lose me on the BCS formula. Why are we doing that? And they're polls that I don't care about because the college football playoff poll is the only poll that matters. So, again, this goes back to maybe you wait four weeks and then you do a top 25 with the college football playoff instead of waiting till almost mid-November for your first set of rankings. Who, oh, by the way, those people are only basing it off of how the perception was at the start of the year. If you did no poll average, you did strength of schedule, and quality wins, how is Penn State in that top 25 or even top 15? I mean, they'd be ranked because they're 8-2, and two, and I just, like, you're not going to find many 8-2 and two teams at this point it, in the it year. It ain't a great strength but of I schedule, dude. I agree with the overall point of being ranked that high. And they don't have – what's their what's their best quality win? Is it Northwestern? Their best quality win is, is 31 nothing over Iowa. Okay. Iowa is somehow ranked very high, too, which is, like, don't even get me started, but they beat Iowa 31 nothing. But this is my point, is you could tweak it. I Yeah, I still – I'm going to go back to it. I want, I'd rather the computer do it with the right things. But this is the funny part. We put this out on Twitter. We had somebody respond to it Mm -hmm. and said they're going to make their own. And then, like, we kind of got inundated all day of, well, but what formula are you using? And are you going to do this? And are you that? It's nailing down what metrics you think are the most important for a computer. And how they're weighted. Well, everybody's going to have, this is the tough part. Like, ask, if I ask anybody right now, this is why college football is so unique. Who are the top four? Te- rank your top four teams in the NFL. Go in the NFL. In the NFL, if there was a computerized city, okay, San Francisco, even Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Okay. Who's fourth? I would probably lean Baltimore. Okay, of teams I've seen, Baltimore. Okay, you're going to get a lot of disagreement on those rankings. Yeah. Everybody's going to have a different take on it because everybody has a different opinion. Right. This is the tough part about computerized rankings and why. I understand the push to get away from the human vote aspect of it because you're not wrong. We're all biased when we rank these things. What are the most important metrics? You're going to get different answers from everybody. For some people, it's just who's undefeated, just your record overall. Like Michigan, for in some people's minds, should be the number one ranked team in the country. I couldn't disagree more with that. In fact, as everybody's arguing Florida State and Washington, I'm over here asking aloud, why is Michigan allowed to get a pass for playing nobody until November 11th or whatever day it was of the Penn State game? It's the same reason Penn State gets the pass. Like why are we it's giving Big Ten football? Florida State played LSU in non-conference. You can nitpick, hey, they've had some close. They played LSU in non-conference. Washington, it's not their fault that Michigan State sucks. They went on the road to Michigan State in non-conference and blew. Blew the doors off them, a team that Michigan felt like they had to cheat against with Connor Stallions on the sideline of the Central Michigan game. They played nobody in non-conference. Don't give me, UN, you know, UNLV's kind of good. Like, stop it. It's UNLV. Yeah. They played nobody until the middle of November, and that's not even an argument. Like, nobody's even bringing that up. Shouldn't they be punished for that? <laughs> This is this is the tough part I about think Michigan was supposed to play UW this year and they got out of that two years ago. Of course ago, they did. So. This is the tough part about <laughs> rankings wrong, though. And and so. you know, I, I I everybody's gonna have a different slant on it. Everybody's gonna have a different take on who should be ranked where and what. But you're also gonna have different takes on what are the four most important metrics to to ranking a team. 
And that's why it's just really it's really hard to come up with, which is why I'm glad that the playoff is going to a spot where you're going to have automatic qualifiers, and then we can debate the rest of who else gets uh, in. By the way, that was the uh, Michigan-sided COVID. They had canceled last season's game ah, against COVID, Washington. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> Can't play it. <clears throat> Can't do it. I, I don't know. I don't. Do you think we could? I know we got to go, but like, do you think if we sat down at a table, we could come up with four four metrics because that's what this formula is. Or do you want to add more? How many yeah. metrics do you want? And do you weight them all equally, or are some more important than yeah. others? How how much different? Let me ask you this: <laughs> How different? Because we've long argued it. Mm-hmm. How different is the sport if we don't get any ranking at all? There's no like yeah until ESPN's FBI yeah. top twenty five. Nothing. Until Nobody the middle of October. until the middle of October. How Play half your season, and here you go. Here are your top 25 teams. And this is who they've all played, and this is what those teams are all at right now, right? Because you could point to these non-con games where those opponents aren't good. And you can point to others and say, well, you give Washington a credit for saying, yeah, they scheduled a home-and-home, and they went to East Lansing. Not their fault. Michigan State sucks. Nope. They scheduled a home-and-home with a Big Ten team, and they had to go on the road and play them. And they trounced them. Yeah. Like, they did what they're supposed to do. They did what Michigan did to Michigan State. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know how many metrics it would take. If you need seven to eight of them, like, I'm fine with that. I don't need to narrow it down to four. Hmm. I think we would ultimately always have one thing we disagree on, but for the most part, I think you could come up with a formula or metrics that you like that could weigh it the best possibly uh, to to get us the the right teams in it because I don't I don't think the human element does it yeah and you know I I I don't think they're gonna do this but that would be my vote if you could vote on it yeah we were arguing that yesterday and I just I saw this tweet and I was like ah it's interesting here is your simulated BCS standing so I wanted to bring that up by the way James Madison sixteenth in these rankings sixteenth in the simulated BCS rankings well so if they think if we were bowl eligible yeah. like they would be in this yeah. I mean they I would mean, they deserve to be ranked they're undefeated I get that but the right. question would be how high so uh there you go there are your simulated BCS rankings if that was the model that's what they would look by like by the way Miami was ranked number one in the BCS the, the week before Virginia <laughs> or no Georgia Tech before Georgia yeah, yeah, yeah Georgia Tech dear God um, okay, I want to get to a shout-out, something that I've been following this week, and I think somebody deserves a little bit of credit, and I'll explain it. That's coming up next on The Fam. All right, Ken Barkley coming up top of the hour. Got some other NFL thoughts. I'm going to get into that Thursday night game a little bit coming up as well. Um, I wanted to give a quick shout-out, so we're probably not going to spend a ton of time on this game tomorrow. It's a 24-point spread, but Oregon is at Arizona State this weekend. I got a note on it. Okay, you got a note. Well, I'm just saving it for Football Friday. I wanted. To, I just wanted to give a quick shout out, though. I, <laughs> I don't know how many people remember the Willie Taggart year at Oregon. How vividly you remember that year? I mean, it was only like six years ago. I think people remember it pretty well. Okay, so they played a handful of games that year when Herbert got hurt. Remember, he hurt his collarbone. Yes. They had to play a chunk of games without him. Yeah, they didn't have a quarterback. They couldn't throw the ball. That was the Braxton Burmeister era of Oregon football. San Diego State legend. <laughs> yes, he was. And they went. They got. There was like thirty-eight-three against the Huskies. Stanford hung like fifty on them down on the farm. Like oh it was, yeah, it was, it was ugly. Bad. And I remember at the time arguing. Like, why are you just, well, you know you're going to lose, right? We all know Braxton Burmeister is not going to beat certain teams. You know you're going to lose. Wouldn't you want to try? Hmm. Just, like, just empty the bag, see what you can do, get creative, 
and they just ran like a handoff, handoff screen, handoff, handoff screen, handoff, and you lose 42 to nothing. And I remember screaming at my television at the time, like, nothing's going to change. I know you're still going to lose, but wouldn't you want to at least get creative, like at least come up with something outside the box to see if it gives you an edge? I went back and rewatched because I miss it. I was down, obviously, in Eugene this week, and I didn't watch the ASU-UCLA game live. Not many of you probably did. I went back and rewatched it yesterday. And I just wanted to give a tip of the hat to Kenny Kenny Dillingham. Yeah. For what they've gone through quarterback-wise this year, the injuries, like Rashad is back at practice. It sounds like he's not going to play this weekend. Dude, they are just emptying the bag with swinging gates and different formations and running back throwing. Like, he's like, dude, we're 2-7. and seven. We got nothing to lose. What the hell? And I love I love that style of coaching. His defense has also been amazing this they year. They play pretty good, yeah. Uh, I, 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 you know, I don't know. I can't track it. I have no metric or data to prove this. It's just like an opinion. Listening to coaches of Dillingham's age, Lanning is our age, McDaniel's in Miami. Mm -hmm. You know what I catch in common with all those kinds of guys? Dillingham has been honest about this, of how much how big Chip Kelly was to him. Because he was roughly yeah, it's like a his, couple years younger than us when yeah. Chip Kelly was there, which, you know, that's like high school. Yeah. I think he's 30, he's 32, right? I'm 36, 37, like... It's a four-year gap. He was a freshman in high school when Chip Kelly was doing this. Yeah. I was getting into college when Chip was doing it. What I've noticed or what I think about them is I think analytics has gone a long way in football. I also think they're 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 the product of the Madden Dreamcast era. Madden on PlayStation, whatever console you use. I haven't played video games in years. But every time we played, we didn't punt. No, you just have fun. We thought we were cow. We would make fun yeah. of the kid that punted. Fourth and three, and you're punting. <laughs> well, I'm at my own 15. It's like, so what? <laughs> Go for we're it. We're all going to score a yeah. crap ton of points here. <laughs> and they don't do that, but they do kind of come off as, oh, you guys also played Madden. And I know they know the X's and O's, they know the nuance, they understand the game of football better than us. But when you when you bring that up, I, I kind of just screams to me a generation of people who grew up playing the video game of the of the sport mm -hmm. saying, no, I did this. I've seen this succeed. Lanning referenced this to Isaac Atsuk weeks ago. He said, I didn't did punt when I played Madden. There's a story about McDaniels. Yeah. He never punted when he played Madden. And I don't think it's a coincidence that you see some of these younger coaches have these kinds of uh, outputs. It, it doesn't surprise me in the least. I think video games was a massive thing for some of these guys growing up. And then they learn the ins and the outs of coaching and the sport and whatnot. But they apply back to uh, habits. Your and, upbringing. And yes. Them. And I, I definitely, that would be a thing for me. I wouldn't want to, if I was coaching a high school team right now, we would be awful, by the way. But if I was coaching, <laughs> do you know why my team would be on the news or why I'd be interviewed? We'd get weird, man. I would be the guy in the state who doesn't punt. No. I've watched high school teams punt. They're terrible you're at getting it. getting 20 yards. Or something oh, point. my yeah. God. A special teams unit in high school comes on the field. You're nervous. You're like, yeah. oh, this is going to go poorly. Just go for it, man. I just go for yeah. it. You got to score points anyway. I, I think that's a thing. It's kind of an opinion I've taken away with some of these younger coaches. One other layer on that, too, before we go. I, I, I thought Lanning brought up a good point Monday night. He was asked about Dillingham and his creativity, and he said, we have that in common because we both coach high school football. And when you coach high school football – there's only so many good players on your roster that yes. you got to like, hey, I want to get that guy the ball. Let's let him throw it. Let's let, you know, you just, you get creative. And so when you're shorthanded, he's doing that this year. I just wanted to give a tip of the cap. They're three and seven. They're probably going to get drilled this weekend, but tip of the cap for getting creative. Football is football, though. And to be fair to all those other people, <laughs> 
Cleveland beating the 49ers is an example of why those coaches don't do trick plays the whole game and crazy things. Sometimes your team just lines up and you beat the hell out of the other guy that day. You get the outlier every once in a while, for sure. All right, we got a lot to get to in the final hour of the show. We'll start with Ken Barkley. What is he like this weekend, gambling-wise? He had a take on his show this week that I got got a bone to pick with it, so we'll get there. Let's get his take on parking at Costco. Ken Barkley's going to start the final hour next on 1080 The Fam. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 